Okay, Ruchim Abba, welcome everyone. Welcome to today's uh, Tefillah Shir. Uh, the Tefillah series is sponsored by good friends in Los Angeles, Rabbi Salah Rose, Luli Nishmas, his brother, Tzvi ben, ben Levi Yitzchak, and his Neshama, Shehav and Aliyah, via Meil Siyashir for his whole family. Now, uh, Baruch Hashem, the new book has been released, The uh, Darkness and the Dawn. It is now available from Art Scroll. Um, for our listeners with free shipping. Here's the promo co- uh, code. Rabbi DG, capital letters. Rabbi DG, you put it in, you get free shipping anywhere in the United States. Bezos Hashem Matsoi Shabbos at 10.30, there'll be a special shir about Shiva Asr Batamos streaming live on Torah Anytime. And uh, you could get it on Torah Anytime or on our site, rabbidg.com. Okay, we are now continuing on in our series on tefillah, namely uh, Haidu, we're in Haidu, and we are up to what is called the sixth gidol, the sixth braiding. We mentioned that Pesukah de Zimra consists of five parts, Negadelcha, Neshabechacha, Nefaercha, Namlechacha, V'nazker Shimcha, corresponding to the five times in Shemana Esrei, in Baruch Shamar, that it says a Lashon of Shevach. Gidol does not mean to magnify. Gidol means to braid, as in Miriam Megadel Seyar. Braiding means to take psukim that have a similar theme from different places of Tanakh and to weave them together. So the first segment of Hoidu was the shir that David HaMelech commissioned to be sung by the Tamid Shel Shachar. That goes from Hoidul Hashem Kirvishmayodivamaliloisov until Altigul Bimeshikhoi Uvinviay Al Tareho. The next part of Hoidu starts Shul Hashem Kala Aratz, and that ends um Vyayomrukhalaam Amen Bahalalashem. That was the Shira of the Tamit Shobin Harbayim. Then begins the the segment of Shizor, of Gidol, of braiding. The first Gidol was the Gidol of Rachamim. The second gidol was the gidol of Oiz, strength. The third gidol was the gidol of Nekama. The fourth gidol was the gidol of I skipped the first Gido. The first Gido was Roimimu. So you have Roimimu, you have Rachamim, you have Oiz, you have Nekama, you have Tzavakais, and today we're going to learn about the Gido of Salvation. Says Reb Shimon Schwab, Zechazah We have two Psukim of Yeshua. Hashem Hoshia, God save Hamelach Yaninu Biyom Karenu, and Hoshia Es Hamelcha Uvarches Nachlasecha. Says Rav Shimon Shvab, Yeshua He B'Makoim She'Efes Tikva, V'Ha'Adam Roya Es Atzmai Be'Ein Oynim Uvalishom Eitsa Upisaim Ba Yeshua Me'Eis Hashem. Yeshua is in the place of where there is no hope. You know what a Yeshua is? Yeshua is a salvation when it seems like it's hopeless. 
you have a situation, a health situation, a family situation. It seems like it's hopeless. And a person sees himself without any Eitzah. And the salvation comes immediately. Like Kriyas Yamsuf. They had the sea in front of them. They had the Mitzvah behind them. They had the Midbar locking them in on all sides. They didn't know what to do. That's salvation. Right, Yingala? What's your name, Yingala? What's your name? Avram Moshe. Avram Moshe? Oh, perfect. So, Moshe Rabbeinu was at the Yamsuf, and Klaiso didn't know what to do. They had the waters on one side, they had the Midbar on the other side, they had the Midstream coming on them, they're up the creek without a paddle, they're between a rock and a hard place, and all of a sudden, Hashem split the sea, that's the Yeshua. That's what we daven. Hashem Hoishia. Hashem save us. Save us when there's no hope. Hamelech Yaninu Biyoim Karenu. She'ein Lanu Shum Eitzarak Likrois Velitzlaik Elech. We have no alternative other than to cry out to you, like the Post says, Vayiru Ma'oid Vayitzaku Bnei Yisrael. We are very scared. We are very scared. You know, Rashi brings the Mashal. You have, you have a small animal that on the one hand is being chased like by a big uh, vulture, and so it wants to run into a hole in the side of a, a mountain, and inside the hole is a snake. So what do you do? There's a snake coming in the little hole, and there's a vulture about to pr- prance. So the Mitzvah were coming on one side, and the, the Yam was on the other side. When, what do we do if you have no alternative? We cry out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now Rashi says, look at this Rashi. Rashi says that when, when we were at the Yam, Tafsu Umanos Avoisam, we grabbed the profession of our forefathers. By Avraham it says, When does it say, That's when Avraham Davin Shachris. Yitzchak Lasuach Basade, Yaakov Vayifka Bamakan. So what Klal Yisrael did was we followed the pattern and the model of our forefathers. What's amazing is Rashi cites the very psukim that teach that Avraham was Masak in Shachris and Yitzchak was Masak in Mincha and Yaakov was Masak in Marev. Then we say, Save your people, because we are the Nachla of Hashem. And here Rav Shimon Shua brings an amazing Ha'ara of Rabbi Rucham Levavitz, the Mashkiach of Mir, this is a life changer, game changer. Rashi says, B'nai Yisrael cried out to Hashem, we grabbed a hold of the profession of our forefathers. And what psukim does Rashi quote? Does Rashi quote psukim that when Avraham was in a jam in the fires of Ur Kazdim, he cried out to Hashem, save me? Nope. He quotes the psukim that Avraham Avinu Davin Shachrash. Does, then he Rashi says, Yitzchak Ovinu also daven Tashem. What does Rashi say about Yitzchak when he was on the Akedah and he said, someone help me? No. When Yitzchak daven Mincha. And does Rashi say the Pasuk that when Esau was running after Yaakov and Yaakov said, Hatsileni na miyadochi. No. Rashi quotes the Pasuk Yaakov daven Marev. I don't understand. Klal Yisrael Rashi just set up are between a rock and a hard place. They're in a desperate situation. They don't know what to do. It seems like it's impossible. 
And we davened, and we were following what the Avais did. The Avais didn't do that in these Pesukim. The Avais were just davening Shachros Min Chamarev. Oh, says Rabbi Yeruchim, if Rashi is trying to learn out from what the Avais did, then Ba Lelamed Venim Tzolamed. You know what we learned from here? If the Avais is Tfilah, is where we learn out that we need to daven al hayam when we're desperate, then now we understand what kind of shachris Avraham Avinu davened, and what a mincha of Yitzchak looked like, and what a marav of Yaakov looked like, and what a, any shachris mincha marav looked like. If Rashi is marshalling that what Klal Yisrael did at the Yam is emulating the Avais, but Klal Yisrael and the Yam were desperate, and Avraham Yitzchak and were just davening marav, it must be the way the Avais davened Ta'kadosh Baruch Hu, was they davened Rebaidu Shalom. I can't breathe. I can't walk. I can't see. I'm hopeless without you. My life is as if I'm at the Yamsuf with Mitzrayim running after me. In other words, the passion and the fervor that the Avais Hakadoshim put into their tefillah was always like a tefillah ve'etzara because they recognized their utter dependence on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We think, oh, we only daven like our lives depend on it, when we feel that our lives depend on it. But on a regular day, we just, you know, we have to check off Shachris Min Chamarav. For us, it's a check-off box. You know, it's a list. that I daven Shachris today? But the Avois says, Ve'emes nimtzolamid lahoyre esterach ha'avois. She'espalu lulufnei ha'kadosh baruchu ki'ilu lo'yhoyso lohem shum eitza v'tikva they daven tashem as if they had no hope u'buli ezer mikoydash Without any assistance from on high, la yuchlu lahamshich b'chayim kal kal, they cannot continue on with their life at all. Umiza yilmaid ha'adam. From here, a person should learn. Shabachal pam shemespalo shmoyne esrei. Whatever we pray shmoyne esrei, sarach lehidamis. We need to imagine ki iluhu b'toich bnei Yisrael of nei kriyas yamsof. We should imagine our situation is similar to that of the Jews by the yam, and pour out your heart like your life depends on it because it does. Now it comes to a Victor Miller. The king shall answer us. Hamelach Here are the two conditions that are needed for us to trust in Hashem. Hashem, which is Hashem's kindliness, and Hamelach, which is Hashem's power. Now, On the day that we call out to Him. Hashem, now this is an amazing thing. We say, Hashem Hoshia, Hashem saves. The King answers us on the day we call out. Really? Every time we David Hashem, Hashem answers us that day? Yes. Hashem answers us that day. Hashem gives an immediate answer. Even though a man cannot see the answer, but Hashem does not delay, He doesn't tarry, He and He forthwith begins to rescue the one who entreats Him. When you daven, Hashem immediately starts to help. 
Not tomorrow, not in a week, not in a year. When you call out Hashem, help my friend, help my son, help my daughter, help my sister, help my brother, help me. Hashem answers immediately, He starts helping. Hashem Hoshia. Not Hashem, you should answer us. Hashem, yeah, He does answer us. However, in addition to this, we request that He dem- He demonstrate openly His answer on the day when we call to Him. Why? Because we want Hashem to answer on, on, on we want Hashem to answer us on that day, so that we gain the joy of trust in Him, which is reinforced when He performs justice, and in order to magnify His glory among man, among mankind, when all can see and recognize that the Master Universe intervenes in the affairs of man. So there are two reasons specifically we want Hashem to answer us immediately when we call out to Him. Number one, so that we should gain the happiness that, of our trust in Him. And number two, so that the world recognize that Hashem interferes in our activities. Then we say like this, Hashia Asamecha, save your people. Save your people. Says Rav Miller. We're not saying, God, we are your inheritance yet. We're just your people. So let's say there's a province that are so poor, they don't bring revenue to the king. He is obligated to come to their aid against their enemy. You know why God has to help us? Because we're his people. And even though we have no, we're of no benefit to Him, but we're His people, even though we're not His inheritance, and we don't bring Him any profit, and we're so low, and we have no virtue other than we're loyal to Hashem. He's obligated and responsible to help us because we've chosen to be His people. So we say, Save your people just by dint of the fact that we're your people. We don't deserve it, but we're yours. But then we say, Bless your inheritance. Inheritance means that we're his estate. We're a source of profit to him. And therefore, when, when the owner of an estate improves the estate and lavishes expense upon it, so he profits from it. So we're God's inheritance because we're his vineyard. And God therefore expects us to produce good grapes and precious wine. And those, that, the good grapes are the tzaddikim, and the precious wine are the observance of mitzvahs. And we say, Please, not just help us, bless us. We want you to invest in your vineyard. Because we're not just your people. We're your grapes. We want you to put up a nice fence. You wanna, we want you to make it look good. You, we want you to tend to us. And therefore we ask you to bless us. For as much as you bless us, so much more are the fruits of virtue and the wine of Torah which, are, which could be produced. So Hashem will take more nachas than us if He blesses us. And we say, Ure'im. Ure'im means to pasture. Constant attention that a shepherd gives his flock. It means to supply their needs to protect them from their enemies, and it means to bear them. Now, nase means, number one, to carry them, and it means to elevate them. 
says Rav Miller, the uplifting is Hashem's promise to Moshe Rabbeinu that Veneflinu Aniva Amcha. Moshe Rabbeinu asked that Klaiso be distinguished and separate from the nations of the world. Ad Oilam. Forever, because God's promises are forever. So this is the Shizor, this is the Gidul of. Uh, Yeshua of salvation, where we say, Hashem Hoshia, Hamelech Yaninu Karino, God answers us immediately, and we ask Hashem to show His answer and make it manifest so that we could rejoice in our trust in Him, and so that the nations of the world see Hashem's interest in our affairs. And then we say, Hoshia Es Amecha, which has a very powerful connotation that the Yubam Shem is obligated to care and tend to us merely by the fact that we are his people. Okay, Marv Rabbi wishing everybody bracha v'hatzlacha, and uh, hope everybody has a great Shabbos, and uh, stay tuned for upcoming events, but the first upcoming event is Matzai Shabbos 1030, uh, streaming live. Okay, have a great Shabbos, everyone. Kol Tov. Um.